0: Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with source.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition, another podcast, internet radio stream, your stream of consciousness, your internal dialogue. I don't even know what this is. Hi, this is Ray, your (laughs) feel-good sister. And this is Heather. We welcome you to another edition of Everyday Attraction where we talk about the law of attraction in a way that is delicious and that we love and we explore the Abrahams and we explore channeling and we're really here to get into what we call the feel-good flow. Flow. It's all about the feel-good flow. And again, our topic for the show today is really how important it is to be in the feel-good flow. But we're going to talk about step four, which we don't talk a lot about. And this is, again, in the Abraham Hicks co-creation stepping stone. Um, Those of us who've been following Abraham for a while probably know how exciting it was that they recently added a step five. But um, always good to go back and understand how the process of creation works. So quick breakdown for anyone who's not familiar with the program. One, you ask, and that comes through contrast. You get through your life, things happen. You say, mm, "Don't want that, want this." Rocket a desire. You don't do anything; it happens automatically. Step two, source always says yes to whatever it is that you have asked in your alignment, in your broader knowing, in the the yes that came from the contrast. Source has already given in this vibrational sense. And step three is now. Matching that yes, so that you can pull it into this delicious earthly plane of seeing, hearing, feeling, touching, licking. Okay, that's not the same thing as tasting. (laughs) (laughs) So step three is you got to match what you've asked for vibrationally so that it can it can actually appear like magic on the physical plane. And then step four is kind of a funny step because it feels a little redundant, but it's just getting really good at feeling good, staying in the feel-good flow, getting a master at being sensitive enough to how you're feeling so that when you're getting out of the feel-good flow, you can catch it at the early stages when it's easy to turn around rather than when you're dumpster diving three days into an anger or blame binge. (laughs) Okay, raise your hand. (laughs) Who's been on a blame binge? Come on out. (laughs) So it's fun to be in step four because you get really sensitive to like, ooh, that doesn't feel good, and then do something about it. And then the step five, which they've just introduced, is this idea that when contrast happens, when you go back to step one and you're in the asking mode, you don't beat yourself up. You're like, oh, this is just part of the process. Kiss the contrast. It's all good. So it's a delicious process, but I think step four is kind of interesting because I don't know. I think step four is, I want to call it the worthiness step.
2: Mm. You know, it's like say more about that.
1: It's like, it's like I'm worthy of having what it is that I've asked for. And I'm worthy of this process that says, if I focus on it and feel good about it and hold it lightly, that it comes to me. And this is just how I roll. I don't have to prove myself there's nothing to get right, to prove, to make happen. It's just how I am. It's It has a real divine kind of role to it because there's something that Abraham said recently in a workshop that really caught my attention. And they said, in order to be in the receiving mode and allow all this stuff in that you've asked for, you have to be at the vibration of your source. You have to be at the vibration and see the world, the situation through the eyes of source. And that's a worthy place to be. That's a divine place to be, you know.
2: And it feels so good. I mean, that is the feel good flow is to be at the vibration of source, which is number one on the emotional guidance scale.
1: Yeah, it's delicious to be at that place. It's not an energy that we expect to hold 24 seven 365 because that's not what we came for. We came to pop out of it, but I love the deliciousness of getting really good at step four. And, and mostly it's about this master, this master ability in step four is sort of being able to acknowledge where you are in the Mm -hmm. moment,
2: you know, acknowledge where you are, be okay with it. And also remember that what feels good is aligning with Source, not staying in alignment with Source. So it's the merging. It's the coming together with Source that feels good. And once you're with Source for an extended period of time, you have to leave so that you can come back again in the merge.
1: I love that. I love that. Now, the other thing they said about mastering step four, and we'll listen to a little bit of the track where they unveiled this, they said that... When a thought comes in, you're able to discern which thought would feel more satisfying and which thought would feel less satisfying and choose the more satisfying thought. I thought that was cool, right? So you can kind of feel what way and what direction is the more satisfying thought Mm -hmm. and you go there.
2: Damn.
1: I love that.
2: Deliberate creation at its finest.
1: Oh, and to and to really choose it because sometimes, you know, some of us, raising my hand, have some momentum from the past around certain subjects. So much momentum, it's like a train engine that pulls. And when we get on that subject, it starts to pull. But when you get into step four and start to master step four and you're in that contrasty place and you see the thought or you feel the thought that would be more satisfying than the current current one you're stewing in and you choose it and you choose it deliberately and you cease to add to the momentum of the other, oh, it's so satisfying to know that you are you know, really, you have your hands in the clay, full on, in the, you know, Demi Moore ghost clay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, for me, it's really important. This is a huge thing about my passion and purpose on the planet. I didn't realize there's so many peas in there. Passion and purpose on the planet um, is not being here to survive or to get by, but to be here to thrive. And... There's such a difference between getting by and thriving or surviving and thriving. And I feel like that really choosing what I want to think about, really choosing what feels good, really allowing all of it to come is part of the deliberate creation of thriving versus just getting by.
1: I think you just named this episode, Getting By Versus Thrive. I love that. Or thrive versus getting by. I think that's such an important discernment because when we're in step four, we're literally viewing our circumstance and our situation through the eyes of source. That is thriving, baby. That is the ultimate thrive. I don't, I don't know how it could get any better than that. You know, where getting by is so full of Resistance and striving and pushing and making it happen. And no, or just being like, "Uh, I guess this is all I get. I mean, just kind of that resolve like this is it. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for identifying that. That's super delicious.
2: Yeah, and it's it's almost like, is that all there is? I remember when I gra- graduated college and I was remembering how important everything was. You go to elementary school so you can get to middle school. You go to middle school so you can t- get to high school. You go to high school so you can get to college. You go to a good school so you can get a good job. You know, there was this being led all the way. And I remember my first job out of college. And I'm looking around at these 30-something-year-olds that have worked there maybe eight or nine years. And I was like, is this all? Is this it? Like, I've been been doing all that for this because everybody was just kind of like living this humdrum day to day, you know, white picket fence, small house, two kids, you know, but they didn't seem very happy. And it was really scared the crap out of me, to be honest with you.
1: I hear you, baby. It's why I put off getting married until I had a two year old. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, marriage means all this other stuff, right? Pack it in, done. Um, Of course, it turned out to be much different than that. But I hear you that kind of this is what it is. I think it was Joseph Campbell that said, if you know the path of your future, you're on the wrong path. And I really like that idea, because we're not supposed to know exactly how it's supposed to go. And that is a formula that leads to uh, mediocrity it it leads to maybe a safer existence because you think you have um, all these set ways of being in the world but that's an illusion too that's totally illusion because everything is safe everything is without that um, fear doubt worry if you choose it so I agree with you that that feeling of ringing the bell and just being on the journey is super satisfying and it's enough and it's more than enough, but it does require a certain level of sensitivity to how you're feeling and to being honest and really transparent with yourself as to where you, where you are. And I think I've had to sort of had a couple of come to Jesus realizations with myself in the last couple of months realizing that I had in some ways normalized fear and scarcity so that it felt normal and it didn't feel negative. It felt like this is this is how you be in the world. And as I've gotten more sensitive and working this process day to day and immersing myself in the Abrahams, I, I kind of realized, oh my, I've been holding some energy of scarcity and normalizing it. And I'm, I got to clean that up. Just not because I want to get something done or get anywhere, just because it's not my divine wholeness. It's not my truth. And it's painful.
2: And it doesn't feel good.
1: And it just doesn't feel good. But I think sometimes we do have to be honest with ourselves. as like, you know what, I'm hanging out in anger more than I'm admitting, or I'm hanging out in sadness, or I'm hanging out in resignation more often than I'm willing to admit. So getting more sensitive, even if it's going to confront you with quote unquote negative emotions is so important to this process. This is how you get your master step four going on because you get into the real feel good flow.
2: Um. And it's so delicious and that it kind of reminds me of my friend said, what do you think about psychics? And I said, well, I I went to the psychic institute and I used to do psychic readings, but I really got turned off by the concept because I feel like the universe is here to surprise and delight us. We're not supposed to know what's coming around the bend, you know, so just like giving into that, how can the universe surprise and delight me? And I don't need to know. And as a matter of fact, if I did know, I wouldn't want to know, you know, what's coming next.
1: Exactly that. And, you know, they talk about that in this track too, that we're going to play in a few minutes is that the results are not important. You know, the guy sitting in the hot seat is this sales guy and, you know, he was talking about how when he let go and he just felt good that he was, you know, broke all the sales records and Abraham was saying, that's great. And that's a, you know, proof of how this rocks, but it's really important that the results not be what you're after It's the process and the ringing of the bells and being on the journey and pivoting and all that kind of in the midst of it. And I think that that's really important because we do take score too often. We do take score constantly. And I think if we just register our level of satisfaction, we can really get this step four done, you know, get her done, get her done. You know, Abraham had said recently that on the planet the population in general spends less than 10% of their time in the receiving mode. Ouch.
2: That makes sense to me. Based <laughs> on That's why I don't read the newspaper or do a lot of the things that most people do because it doesn't feel good.
1: Damn, 10%. No wonder we're kicking up such
2: Correct. Well they say we use 10% of our brain or 10% of whatever so <laughs> i guess
1: i guess that's what happens when you when you don't tap into your whole divine self well let's listen a little bit as we um you know kind of get more fully listening to these infinite intelligences that live within us and if you're listening to the podcast for the first time And you're not familiar with Abraham, pop over to abraham-hicks.com, buy everything they've ever sold, go on all their trips, just support them. They're amazing and we adore them. So here is a little bit from a recent workshop, which we'll dive into step four, master.
3: Do you think you're a master of step four? Do you think you're a master of step four? We do. We think that you are often enough feeling good. Do you know how you really master step four? which then leads to step five, which means you don't beat up on yourself when you have a contrasting moment. The way you master step four is by acknowledging the difference between, from wherever you are, a thought that feels more satisfying or less satisfying. And you always lean to what feels more satisfying. You don't try to think it all the way out. You don't try to project it into a bonus or into an acknowledgement from the company. It's just your personal satisfaction. The rest follows.
0: You mean like I've become very sensitive to where in any moment which direction I'm leading? Yeah,
3: because momentum is such an important part of this process of creating so many people they know what they want and it's like putting an engine on a train that's going that way but then they know where they are and it's like putting an engine on the same train going the opposite direction so they've got a sort of tug of war going on and if you're sensitive to the way you feel then you do less of the resistant thinking you catch it in the earlier stages when it's easy to just let go of it but if it gets some momentum then it's a harder process of thinking. And that's what you're in the process of doing now. Your sensitivity is helping you to let go of the unproductive or the unhelpful thoughts earlier. And that's why you're allowing the momentum of what is wanted to flow. And that's why you're getting what feels to you and it is such good results. But the results that we want you to measure are not so much what plays out in the manifestation like the highest sales goal that the company's ever had. That's nice, but that's not what we want to ring your bells. We want the fun and satisfaction along the way to be what's ringing your bells. You could come in last. It still could have been a
0: pleasing experience. Well, that, that's what it's like. It's getting to that point where I know that as soon as I get the next thing, I'm going to get over it and I want the next thing. And I just love being in that, as you call it, the sweet spot. Yeah. Just that constant Receptive mode and I kind of played it as an experiment last week. I was like, okay I'm just going to really back off the thinking so much and what was presented to me was like a science. It's like, okay I quit Pushing on the brakes quit paddling upstream and instantly I was brought to all the things that are good
3: because you know That you've done the asking and that it's all queued up for you when you get that feeling that it is all done And now you just have to let it in feel the difference in the way you feel when you say oh, I've done the work, I've done the asking, and it's all queued up, and now the fun begins. Now I get receptive, and I get to witness it unfolding, and I get to be there right along the way to get specific and move it faster, or be more general so that no resistance comes, but I get my hands in the clay, I get to mold it into place. Feel the difference in that feeling, and the feeling of I have these things I want and I'm going to go get them and nothing's going to stand in my way. In other words, you can feel the tension in that, can't you? It's the satisfaction because when it's flowing, it's flowing. It's like understanding that your power is power of focus and that power of focus is power of letting go. But you can't let go if you don't trust the process. So you have to know that life caused you to create a vortex and you have to know that that vortex is and you do. And you have to know that your inner being and source is right there with that. And you have to know that ideas are being projected to you all day, every day, that it is being shown to you. And that the only thing you have to do is get yourself into a receptive mode where you can hear, which means you can't struggle and receive. And you can't worry and receive. And you can't fret and receive. And you can't be making your own really strong plans apart from that and receive. It's like finally accepting your worthiness and no longer needing to prove it.
1: Ah, yeah. Let's just put that in our pipe and smoke it. (laughs) I love that part. I love that part. The
2: last part is awesome. Not needing to prove it. Finding your worthiness and not need to prove it.
1: Not need to prove it. And you can't be in struggle And be in the receiving mode. You cannot even have strong plans. You know how that is where you're like, this is how it's going to go. I'm going to use that law of attraction. No. Even strong plans about how it should unfold is resistance. You know, you can't have strong plans and be in the receiving mode. I love that. I love the ease of this. I love how much of it has been done. And, and did you hear that? I mean, I got chills. It's all done. And this is where the fun begins. This is where I get to let it in. Be in the receiving mode. Witness it unfold. This is hands in the clay instead of push, push, mush, mush. You know, ah, it just feels so good. This is like the most amazing understanding on the planet. I'm so grateful that we're here in this moment receiving it and we can never go back. It's It's now... Um, it's come alive in our dna it's come alive in our remembering that this is what we came for and heather i introduced a new process in uh last week called fluff mm-hmm. which is what we had been talking about with the easy breezy manifesting so it's feel it's um focus that's the first f let go is the l and then the last f in fluff is um feel good feel good, feel good. And so I love that They just said that right now, your power is in your ability to focus and then let go, hold it lightly, and then trust the process by feeling good, feeling good, feeling good. Trust the process that if you can feel good, that the rest is already taken care of. Um, Man, it just, it sets you up to really enjoy your life.
2: That's what we're here for. I think that that's the part that a lot of people and myself specifically didn't know. Like, I thought I was here to make the world a better place or to change the world or to something like some some action activity. <laughs> but to be here just to enjoy, to be here just to feel good, like, that's a relief in itself. And then there's also that allowing yourself to have that because it sounds almost too good to be true or too self-involved or something like that. But then once you understand like, well, if you do really enjoy and allow, then we are changing the world. We are creating transformation because we are keeping our vibration high so that others can follow that lead of raising their frequency. So what we think we're here for is it shows up differently, but it gives us that same end result of transformation. But we get to enjoy the journey and feel good in the process. It's not about the doing and the achieving and the accomplishing.
1: And there's a the surprise and delight that you talked about, you know, like, it's fun to let the universe surprise and delight you and show you your here's the word. And this is the really the key for this whole Um, time together today is receiving your worthiness because I think that's kind of where we get hooked up because we've picked up along our trail this idea that you're you know you come from sin and you have to make up for it and you have to you know there's a lot of those memes going around in our heads about not being enough and having to prove ourselves and so we have to be compassionate that we've sort of been in this unworthy soup And it comes through a lot of different channels, but we need to just sort of clear the decks and step into what the Abrahams are talking about is the worthiness to receive it. The only reason you need to get it done or to push or to make it happen is because you're trying to make up for something. You're trying to prove something. And that is completely against the worthiness and the divinity that is in you now, whole, complete, always will be right this moment.
2: Mm, So much relief, reaching for relief. We don't have to prove and we don't have to fix or respond to other people. And that's a huge lesson in itself. I got a chance to have somebody in my life that was being a bully have a temper tantrum and I got to allow them to be where they were and not take it on, not my responsibility. That was just such a huge relief and i don't need to be right and they don't need to be right and it's just so freeing to let it be i love your fluff focus let go feel good
1: it's all about the fluff i think we have to come up with a fluff product <laughs> since we love products so much we have to be in the fluff oh man it is it is really so good to make it so simple And then that allows us to kind of figure out where we are on the map of that receiving. Um, But I I do think that, you know, again, we can't do this perfectly. So the beautiful step five that comes in this process is we're going to get in contrast. We're going to lose it. We're going to point fingers. We're going to blame. We're going to get angry. All that blah, blah, blah. That's okay. It's actually really powerful to watch yourself move into the contrast and then back to the knowing and the receiving. Um, that is as much, and Heather, you've talked about this so much on the show, that is as much of the joy of the journey as being in the vortex and being in the receiving. It is the forgetting and remembering, you know?
2: Well, yeah. And I think accepting and, and, um, embracing the contrast makes that piece of the self sabotage go away. Like it's the letting go of the self sabotage because when it feels good, it's good. And when it. When we're in the contrast, it's good. So it's all good, you know, and like, oh, I didn't know it could all be good. Like, that's actually a relief. (laughs) We don't have to fight and claw.
1: But the fact that you were able to stand in a contrast moment and not lose your connection and not react, that's delicious step five. It doesn't get better than that. I mean, it is so amazing to stay in that place of not owning something that isn't yours to contend with, but allow someone to have their, their fit. And let
2: me clarify, I didn't start there. I actually did react and did feel bad and did go into it. And I was able to like rise up to the, this isn't mine. I can let this go. And that was what felt good was the rising up out of what didn't feel good.
1: <laughs> Amen. That is it. That is the simplicity and elegance of this system. And what you take away from this is a joyful life, a creative life, a contrasty life. Um, you get to take away a consciousness of being in the journey, on the journey, part of something that is unfolding beyond you um and you and you get to have such great moments of just rapture,
2: you know exciting life, yeah. Every moment feels juicy and exciting because we don't know what's coming, but there's so much benefit believing how is the universe going to surprise and delight me as I go around the bend? I know I talk about my commute to work to Malibu. I love driving through the mountains and driving around the bend and wondering how is the universe going to surprise and delight me? I don't think about, oh, I hope there's not an 18-wheeler on the other side coming straight at me right it is it is
1: it is truly trusting the process I mean that that has got to be such an essential component, so we've actually come to the end of our show today, and we hope that you've heard something that will delighted you and you will be able to carry with you into the weeks and months and years ahead. And also, if you're more interested in getting deeper into this fluff process, this easy breezy manifesting process, send me an email and putting together sort of a mastermind group call where we can get more deliciously into this process and share some of our adventures in delightful easy breezy manifesting the email is everydayattraction at gmail.com and so for this week we send you our love and our just deep appreciation for listening to the show every week we feel you we love you and as we like to say every time we wrap up this moment together
0: feel, feel good
2: sister. Sister. sister
1: and brothers we love you all take care
0: Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio, for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction.